Welcome to IP Frequently. IP Frequently is brought to you by Dominion Harbor Enterprises and is sponsored by IPedia. IPedia, innovation clarity that provides real, actionable patent intelligence. Join our hosts, David Pridham and Brad Sheaf, advancing the issues of intellectual property. Hello and welcome to another episode of IP Frequently. I am here as I always am with my good friend, colleague, and business partner, David Pridham. A man who, after hitting his tee shot to the base of a 1,200-foot glacier, said nothing other than, Gungala Gunga. David, the caddy, Brittle. What are you thinking about today, Dave? Hi, Brad. How are you? Well, I'm well. I'm well. we got uh, all kinds of business in front of us, of an IP nature and otherwise. It's my understanding, although I don't have the Twitter, that uh, there may be a debate in store for us with some professional colleagues. And, of course, we have the news with which the IPosphere is a Twitter, T.C. Heartland. So we do. We have T.C. Heartland to talk about today, the big uh, opinion from um, the Supreme Court. We've got uh, the uh, debate today uh, we've scheduled with the folks using that term loosely over at Unified Patents. We've got some uh, listener mail uh, that uh, this uh, podcast is famous for. And then we've got our, our parting shots, where we take a, an in-depth look at a particular part of this industry and maybe give them a, 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 a little ribbing for uh, some of the mistakes that they've made, and, and mm. we each pick someone ribbing. to do that. But starting with um, the uh, T.C. Heartland opinion, mm. Justice Thomas has, um, according to some folks uh, out there in the Twitter sphere, in the InstaFace, uh, has... Um, Delivered a death knell, if you will. If oh, you believe what people are goodness. saying to the Eastern District of Texas hmm. um, uh, in the venue decision. It's going to be consolidated with some other district of Texas. I'm not sure about that, but oh. I do know this: that uh, if, if you take a look at that opinion closely, hmm. you'll see that Justice Thomas wrote it with the red brick Crayola out of the '64 pack. It's not a bad choice. No, no, it's in, it. but it's interesting. It's interesting because yeah. he used the blue one. For the Alice opinion. So it's kind of a dichotomy. What is he sending? What message is he sending us here? A lot of folks out on the Twitter are saying this is the end of EDTX. Some folks are, are tweeting out um, uh, images of uh, disturbing images of the dancing uh, munchkins in the, um, the Wizard of Oz. Oh, the, the Wizard great, of Oz munchkins. The great, uh, yeah. the great Judy Garland film yeah, yeah. that uh, didn't have anything to do with St. Louis. No, not to my knowledge. No. No. Correct, but Angelica was from Kansas, and so completely different state. What is happening in here today? I, I don't know. I I'll think tell you what, our, our producer has completely let this come off the rails. This is what this is what happens when we uh, um, create a more liberal drinking on the job policy. I mean, you try to keep some of the riffraff employed, and this is what happens. Yeah, but anyway. We had this uh, the big the big Heartland opinion. We've had Munchkins. Yeah, morons tweeting, morons oh. playing with their mobile device, oh. uh, all, all over the place. But um, it, it seems like a lot of the folks in the anti-patent world, uh, Thurston, uh, uh, ah, Thurston Lumley, of Palo Alto fame, Palo Alto fame of the yes. Stanford Cardinal is doing a victory lap. Uh, <laughs> the folks at uh, the Count over at Oblon. He can't be finished with that. Is it a full lap? Is it a full quarter of a mile? There's no I, way he's finished. I think without maybe if he decisions. Walked. Susan's only been out for a day. He could, he could walk it. 
he might be able to walk it. Yeah. Yeah. Or just watch someone else do it, right? You watch Loosen the ascot, Thurston. There's no reason to uh, stifle yourself. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's going on. The folks over at Oblon are doing a victory lap, and yeah, they're making fun of the Eastern District of Texas. The way I look at this opinion, it, it's it's um, certainly not a surprise, given the, yeah. the string of anti-patent um, opinions that have come out in the last 10 years. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't change much. First of all, practically speaking, the Eastern District of Texas has been a dead venue for a number of years. Uh, and even the, the folks that do file there don't get favorable uh, rulings out of courts. It's uh, much more defendant-oriented since the um, federal judges uh, uh, changed several years ago. Uh, and when you look at jury verdicts, they're down. Um, defendants win more than plaintiffs, and when plaintiffs do win, the numbers are actually yeah. down. Yeah. So all the way across the board, practically speaking, I think it's probably doing plaintiffs a favor on the other side, um, the reality is this whole state of incorporation equals residence test is only part of the statute. There's another part of the statute which has really not been tested in decades, which has to do with continuous place of business plus infringement, and obviously that's going to get more tested. Well, I mean, we we don't know what, what we're going to do. I mean, even, even old Justice Thomas taking a, a pause to draft a footnote, which is difficult to do with a crayon because you have to make that little number. Well, that's why you have the sharpener in the back of the But his mom box. doesn't let him have the sharpener. Come on. He might put his finger in there and twist uh, it. And then, no, and then, you've got a, then you've got a workman's comp claim against the U.S. government. It's very messy. But he did drop a footnote saying, we don't know what we're going to do with foreign companies. So I, yet another decision by Justice Thomas that leaves most of the compelling questions up in the air and uh, quite frankly just doesn't change the way that IP litigation is being conducted in reality today. I mean, five, six, seven, eight years ago, maybe. Today, no. Yeah. Plus, as you point out, everybody knew it was coming. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a game changer at all. I don't think it really changes much of anything. I think what is interesting is when you have this anti-patent crowd if you will, um, d doing these you know, victory laps and, and these um, you know, rain dances every single time the Supreme Court comes out with another um, opinion like this, that, that's unfortunate because it takes away the debate from really where it should be. And my fear is what's going to happen, as we always see, is the pendulum is going to swing back towards the patentee side, which will be necessary at this point, um, on... Uh, Issues like injunctive relief and patentability yep. and 102 and 103, which are really important, and, um, and and they're going to swing too far to the patentee side when you really need to have a delicate balance, and, and you, you're, you're not getting that here. And what you've got is a crowd of, of, of individuals who wouldn't know a patent from a pineapple who are out there um, tweeting out, probably without attribution to the munchkins, Videos of the of the big dance when the wicked witch of the the east or that's the, stupid the west got killed um, when they should just you know when they should just shut the fuck up and listen. Remember the Godfather, the big the big hit uh, Francis Musical? Ford Coppola. Oh, no, the movie, not the no the yeah. This yeah. is something different. Oh, okay. But remember what um, the the Don Vito Corleone told his son Santino before he was riddled with bullets on the causeway. Hmm. No, what did you don't remember that? No. You haven't seen the fucking Godfather? No, of course I have. 
but I like to give you your moments. You like to do this. Go ahead. I don't, do I the don't voice. like to do any of this. I really would just like you to say, yes, I do remember that, and then we would just shut the fuck up and move on and go back to the crayon shtick that we had developed. I like hearing you do the Don Corleone voice. Okay. Well, right when they met Victor Salazzo, who was the Turk, good with a knife, remember? You don't remember I that? I do remember course. that. You remember that? But you don't remember when Santino... Maybe I do, maybe I don't, but what I want to hear is the Corleone voice. Yeah, there's nothing like a Scotch-Irish guy doing an Italian accent. I wasn't doing an Italian accent. You were doing the hand gestures. I was doing the gestures. And the folks who are here for the remote will will, will testify to that. Sure, I was doing the gestures. Yeah. So anyway, they're talking about Salazzo. They're getting ready to meet with Salazzo. Salazzo wants to introduce drug selling into the Corleone family because Donnie Corleone, he had the politicians and the judges in his pocket like coins. Anyway, you know, he he, he does this, beep-a-da-boop-a-da-bop. Next thing you know, when Salazzo introduces the idea of the Don's people selling the drugs, the Don says no. He says, I don't want anything to do with it. It's unpredictable. People go crazy. All that shit. And He then says, Salazzo, well, what if I can guarantee you a 20% return or a 30% return, right? Uh Similar to Bernie Madoff. Different story, different movie. And at that point, Santino Corleone says, wait a minute, you can guarantee me a 20, 25% return? And at that point, he signed the Don's death warrant, right? And Don said, I apologize for my son. Sometimes they don't realize that they should listen instead of when they talk, right? And that's what these fuckers do, right? They come out and they just pontificate and bloviate and just yada, yada, yada. And they, and they say things that don't make any fucking sense. Most of whom, you know, ha- have never seen the inside of a courtroom, right? Any real courtroom anyway. Unless they were on a DUI charge. Correct. Correct. Imagine what a uh, mugshot would look like with that ascot on. Like slightly askew. Slightly askew. Yeah. Uh, hair would be tussled if he had any. Yeah. Anywho, I mean, that, yeah. that's but that, but that's my that's my concern on, on, on a larger scale is the fact that you've got all these people who rush to the you know first open microphone, you know like that Gloria Allred, you know that famous lawyer, the woman lawyer. Oh yeah. First yeah, thing she great. does if there's any scandal, she steps over the dead body, <laughs> right. and and runs to the. That's what these people do. Yeah. And no, they're, and they're, and they're and they're literally and figuratively. Fucking morons. Well, and you got to love... So the guy, presumably, based on what you said, tweets out something relating to the munchkins and, and the Wicked Witch being dead in response to T.C. Heartland. That, a bet. So how long have we known the way that T.C. Heartland was going to come out? More than a year. Well, we knew it was going to come out like this. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. More than a year. If right? I knew... Right, and I know I, I prognosticated on the Super Bowl, but that's just the, the fun we have here on the big podcast. But if I knew... Right, knew in advance, and I was at a betting window that the Patriots were going to come back twenty-eight to three, as I predicted. Right, I would have won a fucking fortune. Yes. Right, but we all knew how TC Heartland was going to come out. Point being, for how long? More than a year. Forever. Okay. Well, then that's the best the guy can come up with. A Munchkins clip. You got more than a year to set up your tweet. That's the sad thing. He probably worked on it. I mean, that's something he that's probably planned. Sad. That's the worst part. This isn't right. spontaneous. That's, that's my point. You've got this more than a year to get this thing figured out, and you got people tweeting munchkin Be books. clever. Draw something. Something. Maybe do a little song and dance. Entertainment. Like Entertain the great Ben Vereen. Ah, uh, Ben. Ben would have done better. Ben did do better. That's Pippin. Yeah. The great He's Pippin. rolling over in his grave, even as we speak. 
Well, anyway, so I think I think we're in uh, we're in agreement that uh, you know there's really there's really not um, there's really not much that's going to change if anything from this whole TC Heartland opinion. No. Um, next, I know you've you've talked a lot about uh, the fact that uh, we need to have more live guests on the on the show. Live and, guests do make the show. Man. Yeah, we did do that recent. Um, uh, interview with with the great Carl Yastrzemski um, and Fred Lynn uh, but, but of course that was for a different podcast uh, rolling with the socks uh, but in in terms Clever. of it, correct in terms of in terms of uh, this podcast we've got uh, a number of great guests lined up in future weeks Adam Mossoff uh, the count uh, is going to Adam Mossoff comma then the count another person mm. is going to join us uh, Dr. Thurston Lemley the, the third fourth, or fourth. fourth 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 who's the distinguished professor of IP um, and other things uh, is going to join us from the Cardinal the Stanford Cardinal mm. still don't get that it's hard to get it's a tree it's a fucking tree well their mascot is a tree for can sure can you imagine no anywho hey, look I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even going to go down that road. I've told myself I wouldn't. We have guests on the line. Huh. Um, so my producer, our producer, told us uh, a while back that the folks at Unified Patents wanted to talk with us. Um, they uh, uh, been all over our, our our Twitter feed trying to get this debate set up, and it's a little surprise for you. Oh, good. That we've I got the surprises. folks from Unified Patents on the phone. I know you being the guru of the PTAB <laughs> and all things PTAB, um, want to talk to him. I'm not sure exactly which one is on. Maybe they're all on. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. But what they wanted to do was sort of give us an overview of their business model, uh, and then we'll move into a little. The number debate. of them that are on depends entirely on where you drew the line on IQ. Correct. Is it above or below seventy? Yeah. Which one was it? Below. Well, then they could all be on. Correct. Yeah. That's yeah. All right. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll we'll let them give a little bit of um, the the history of their company, uh, what they do, who they are, all that good stuff. But why don't we start? Because I know this is a little surprise for you. It is, but I'm like excited to, for it. I like the surprise. It's sort of like yeah. Christmas when I send you, you know, a tasty fruit basket of crisps, various and sundry crisps. Um, why don't you go ahead and, and ask the I'd first question? I'd love to. I'd love to. Hello, and, Unified Patents. Uh, I think our first question is, uh, who do we have on the line? Uh, hello? Y unified? Wait, that, that must be a mistake. Let, why don't we, uh, maybe... Let's get with could, our producer, let him get this thing figured out, we'll out. come back to it. Well, why, don't okay. we work, why don't we ask one more question about their strategy when filing an IPR? Okay. Okay. Well, is, Guys, yeah. why don't you just give us your general strategy of when you file an IPR, um, what goes into it, what, what y'all are thinking of, how you select your law firm, um, any, anything that comes to mind. Really, it could be anything. It could be anything, guys. Any strategy at all? Yeah. Guys, hi, hi. are you there? Well, that's odd. going to be a debate. That's I thought they odd wanted to debate they, us. They called us out on Twitter, and they said they wanted to be on our next podcast, and we're here, and um, it's it's incredibly uh, incredibly strange that they don't want to debate or, or say anything. Let's give them one more chance, shall we? Well, you know what I'd like to find out? 
Where the hell does the name come from? Unified Patents. What does that? What does that mean? It must mean what, something. What, yeah, it must, it must mean, be a funny it story. Be, yeah, a good story. Something. something they decided when crafting together this business model they're so proud of. Guys, what does what what is the genesis of the name Unified Patents? Oh, come on. Now this is just ridiculous. They can't answer that? Well, what's ironic is I, I promised that we would, you know, go easy on them. And, uh, you know, I, I guess... Well, so far even, we have. Even they that, won't even answer these questions. Yeah, but, I mean, guys, do you have anything you want to add? Do you want to talk up your business model, your, your customers, um, anything? Well, that's strange. That is strange. I hope nothing. Why call at all? I hope nothing's happened to the guys. No, no. It'd be horrible if it did. Well, how, how about the one one last chance? How about um, successful um, uh, case studies or you know, clients you've helped out or, or or let's talk about that. No, see, I mean, what I will say is there's something to be said for consistency. What can we read into this? Not much. It's a, it is, I will say this, wherever the guys from Unified are, those are delightful crickets. They're using a rather clear cell signal, too. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a nice device. I wonder yeah. if it's a new Galaxy. Anyway, Could we'll be. let them. It, it, is it appears, on fire? It appears that they don't have much more to add, but that, quite frankly, is much more than they've said in the past. It was more intelligible than what they've said in the past. And intelligent. And intelligent. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there that is, and that, I apologize for that, but uh, it probably... We'll try to get it back on at some point in the future. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think, you know, finally what we want to do is we want to wrap up with a couple, of, uh, a couple of items. One, we want to make sure everyone is aware that we've got the big live uh, podcast. We're doing our summer tour. Uh, a lot of people have demanded it. They've asked that we come out and, and meet the people. Folks we've met at Nick and Sam's, uh. folks we met when we did that, uh, that live um, podcast out at the ballpark at uh, Camden Yards, the big Boog uh, Park thing. Although there's still talk about you and Boog Powell and some of the things that went on there that I don't, don't really want to get into at this point. But It's all about barbecue, my friend. It's all about barbecue. Boog loves his bar- barbecue. Correct. Um, say that ten times fast. I can't. Yeah, no one could. No. Anyway, um, so we are going to be making our first summer appearance at the big uh, IPBC in Ottawa. Um, can that's Canada? You're going to bring your toque. Um, we're going to have to get our shots. Is what we're going to have to get because that's north of the border, my friend. A lot of a lot of uh, airborne diseases and mites up there. How about the mites? Are they airborne? No? My, my friend Guillermo Blanco uh, had ah. bugs, which is a form of mite. He might travel with those, though. He might, but he cannot come to Canada for a variety of reasons. Oh, well, right. Very little to do with the bed bugs or the mites. Yeah, it's more to do with the ankle bracelet and the prior conviction. Right. Um, so we've got that. So we'd love to see you all at the IPBC. You'll be hearing more about that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, also, we'll be um, going to uh, various locations throughout the country this summer. We're going to try to stick to our um, pre-agreed-upon uh, goal of hitting at least four of the seven uh, ancient wonders of the world. Yep. So we're going to do that. Uh, the Temple of Heracleides is first, or Cleides is first, and I believe that's in uh, in uh, Montpellier. 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 No, Montpellier. 
Mm. Pilier, Vermont. Pilier? Anyway. Pilier? Pilier? I think that's there. And then the Colossus at Rhodes, which they have a little replica of, is in Conway, New Hampshire. So we do those two, knock those out, so we'll see some of the folks out there. Um, And uh, we're we're very excited. Finally, a couple of pieces of viewer mail. Um, One, uh, this is from uh, Michael in Atlanta. Uh, Hey, Mike. Well, it's not interactive. He's written a piece of mail. It's not interactive? No. He's written a piece of mail and sent it to us. So this well, is, we're reacting to it. You no, know, it's not like the unified guys who are on the phone you could actually talk with, although this may be more interactive than That's that. That's what I was sort of... Um, he's asking, um, well, first, thanks uh, for the service you guys provide. You're welcome. Uh, your insight is, is very keen in the IP space. Uh, when we uh, joined you at Nick and Sam's, you mentioned something about swag bags. Uh, I'm still waiting for mine. Uh, Mike... Uh, we are going to be sending one out to you uh, right away uh, in the next uh, few days, so be patient. You'll you'll get that from us. And also, I'll throw in a copy of uh, my soon-to-be-released children's book uh, that will be coming out for the holiday season about innovation and the intersection of innovation and animation. So that's something, Mike, you can, you can look forward to. Next, uh, Carl. Carl comes to us from Los Angeles, California. And he wants to know, uh, he loves the fact that we've had guests on today. Can you tell us more about the unified patents business model and um, you know, how, how that all works? Well, I think we can repeat it almost verbatim, can't we? There it is. These guys are fascinating. Uh, hold on, we have another, we have a follow-up from Carl. He's quick on the, on the yeah. Um, can you tell us about all of the successes they've had? You know, it's a slight variation. There's a little bit of a difference between the business model and the successes. You know what's weird about this? The short one has a very high-pitched voice. That happens. Beautiful, though. Yeah. Anyway, well, thanks again, guys. I'm glad you all hung on the, the line and, and give, give us insight on your, your business. It's, it sounds like it's... It's going well for them. It sounds like it's... Yeah. You know, yeah. Work it out. Work it out. All right, well... We, uh, once again, want to thank the, uh, I don't know, cowards at Unified Patents. And we look forward to our next episode of IP Frequently. We certainly look forward to our opportunity to hit the road this summer, see some of the fans, see some of the folks that perhaps aren't fans quite yet, but we look forward to making them fans. And uh, we appreciate, as always, your time and attention here on IP Frequently.